Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Kirsty and from the Brainwaves team today we have Kaylin, Steph and Zach. Today we'll be talking about psychological therapy. Often as part of our mental health journey we may need to see a psychologist and it can be a daunting process. Today we'll discuss some of our experiences as well as offer some advice on how to get the best out of your therapy. Firstly we'll start off with a very important first step to accessing a psychologist especially those who may be daunted by the cost that's often associated with seeing a psychologist. And this thing is the mental health plan. So guys, can we please talk about what the mental health plan is and how we can access it? Sure. Um, Yes, I guess I'll start. Um, I went and accessed uh, the mental health plan through my GP. Um, I don't know how many years ago now when that first started. I think it was back when they were doing 12 sessions a year. They've changed it a bit now. So basically you go along to your GP, you have a discussion with them about your mental health. They might go through a... um, like a survey kind of thing with you just to see how you're doing and they'll figure out whether or not they think that you need access to extra support. And then from there, um, you'll go on a mental health care plan, uh, which enables you to 10 sessions uh, or rebates to 10 sessions per mm. year with a psychologist. Um, yeah. And I think the, the first is five, I think it is. And then you go back and you have another appointment and see whether you can get another, or no, six, sorry, and then yeah. you can get another four. the four after that. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's a good way of doing it rather than having to, I guess, pay, pay for it straight out of your pocket because it can be quite expensive. Um, and I think that's the most scariest thing about sometimes getting help is the cost. I mean, besides, you know, going and sharing what's happening for you, but also there's that, that financial barrier as well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, or do you know what the percentage of people who see a psychologist, whether they're on a mental health plan or if they're just paying yeah. straight out of their pocket? I don't know anyone that's sort of, in my social groups, that's sort of paying for themselves out of pocket. They've either got a like a special, I guess, deal with their psychologist where they yeah. pay a certain amount because mm-hmm. they might be unemployed or they might be going through something or, yeah, it's someone that's doing a mental health plan and they'll try and push it out as much as they can. So mm. they'll do like one a month yeah. or two months or something like that. So it's a bit of a problem. Um, mm. People can't really afford um, to see a psychologist or a therapist without it, I think. Um, it's a real shame mm. that psychologists can most often cost mm. so much, yeah. literally hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and it changes. Like I remember when I first started seeing someone about 10 years ago, um, you know, I was out of pocket $20 with the mental health plan. And I think the, the actual overall cost of the session was like $140. And, you know, I hear about people now who are paying two or $300 mm. um, of the initial cost. And then, you know, they might pay 120 130 with the mental health plan. Like that's just, that's still a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think you made a good point about like, if you are in a position, like if you are unemployed or something like that, it's always worth having a talk to your GP or your psychologist because I don't know details about kind of, but I I know that 
like where I go, it's like they kind of can be a little bit more flexible mm. if you're open with your situation. Okay. So that's, I think, a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely. Um, don't be, don't, yeah, le, le, yeah, explore your options before mm. you decide that it's not for you, I guess. That's right. Yeah. 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 And even just going to the GP, that exactly. can be slightly, it depends on the GP, but that mm. can be therapeutic mm. within itself, just having someone to, to, not transfer your issues mm-hmm. to, but someone to talk to who's biased and they're not going to immediately try to fix it like one of your friends yeah, or family right. members mm-hmm. might do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, I know that when I was looking for a psychologist, the idea of just sharing with someone I didn't know was so daunting. How did you guys find your psychologists? And do you have any tips for listeners who might be unsure as to where to begin that search? Well, I've had a couple of experiences where, I mean, I think my best experience has been like a psychologist that I found myself. So, yeah, yeah, I guess your GP can always recommend someone to you, but I, which, which can be a great place to start. If you have no idea where to start, that's always good. Like, um, you know, if they know you at least pretty well, um, yeah, they, they can always recommend someone, but also you can, you can have a little bit of a search, um, for like psychological kind of services in your area. Um, and often there are a few, like, you know, often they have a website with a few profiles for different psychologists Mm. with a little bit of information about them. So that's worth, I think, Mm. doing if you do have access to, um, to that, just have a little bit of a search, um, to, to find someone who you think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe their background sounds like relevant to what I'm Mm. going through. Um, yeah. What about you guys? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I was much the same. I think, um, I remember, um, seeing a GP and they, they had a sort of a couple that they knew and they, they kind of recommended those, those ones. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like I, I, in some ways, like I found it a little bit random. Like I remember, um, engaging with a therapist who kind of didn't last very long like they they kind of left um just literally a few months in and then I was sort of handballed to somebody else just Mm. at that clinic and then I'm who I I did see to be fair like I like I found them helpful and I saw them for a while but I guess yeah I just found that it felt a little bit kind of random because Mm. I'm I'm seeing this person that I Mm. was kind of handballed from somebody else who I was kind of just recommended a little bit randomly, and just through kind of living in my area, really. Yeah, and that must be hard because I mean, like, I don't know if for you, but I'm like, when you're sharing like really personal stuff, you don't want to just be like, oh, go around the office, Next you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like no one wants to do that. Um, but yeah, no, I think another thing that I did when I was looking for mine was I had a few, uh, a list of um, psychologists that specialised in what I needed, um, and I looked them up and mm. just had a look to see what they were like, basically like what you've said, Steph. And then I actually gave them a call and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have a chat to them on the phone because um, if the relationship that I'm going to have with them is primarily around talking, I need to know I can have a conversation. So, mm, absolutely. Yeah, so if I can talk to you on the phone, then chances are we're probably going to talk okay in person. And I actually have a good friend who um, is a psychologist and she actually said it's one of her favourite 
things that people will do is ring up and have a chat with her mm. because then she gets to have a bit of a, a feel about that person as well. Mm. Um, so it's definitely recommended to, you know, give them a chat and have it, have a talk. And if you don't feel comfortable, don't go with them. There's lots definitely. of people out there you can choose from. Um, and you want to find someone that you gel well with because, you know, it's, it's about helping you and you can't help you if you're not comfortable. So, yeah. And yeah. I think like on that point about like kind of, you know, trusting who you feel comfortable talking to is like so important. It's like, I think the most like essential part about like aspect of therapy working well, it doesn't matter if someone's like really qualified and really like intelligent or a really great psychologist for someone else. Like Mm -hmm. the thing that makes therapy effective is your relationship with that person. Like, yeah, that's the most important ingredient, I guess. So like, yeah, because I think I mean, and I guess maybe we'll talk about this a bit later, but I guess like you can feel bad sometimes if you think, oh, there's this psychologist who's meant to be great or someone's recommended them to me or they've got all these qualifications, but something just doesn't feel like that right or they're not really hearing me or whatever. But that's that's the part that you need to like listen to. Yeah. Mm. You have to trust that that intuition within Mm. yourself, because also it's not going to service anyone if you're continuously seeing someone that you just deep down don't really have rapport with. Yeah. Like it's, not it's wasting it's everyone's not time. Work. It's not good for the psychologist yeah. because they're going to feel like they're not doing their job. It's not good for you because you're you might not be getting like the maximum amount of benefit out of it. No. And if you are on a mental health plan, then you're wasting your appointments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, that's the Precious true. appointments. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Another way that I went was finding a master's student who was doing like her last couple of years to train to be a psychologist. And that can be at a greatly reduced price. I was paying $25 a week and she was brilliant. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like you said, Zach, I was in the same situation where she left the state to continue practicing elsewhere. Mm. And then I kind of, she did recommend someone else, but it was just very random and I think based upon the times that I was available. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I I'm think, in that, like... Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of a trade-off there where um, there there is better, you know, there's, there's better deals. <laughs> yeah. Um, but often at, at that at that cost that, that, that you don't get the stability, I think mm. that, that sometimes you do have to kind of uh, bite the bullet and, and to, to find someone that, that's, that's stable, that's, yeah, that's going to be there for mm. the long term. But, yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. Well, can you talk about what your first sessions in therapy were like? Because I think a lot of people have ideas as to what it will be like. Mm. like you're expected to come in, lay on the couch, and <laughs> bawl your eyes out and like, confide your innermost secrets. Yeah. Like, was it like that for you a lot? No, not at all. No, I think my first session was... Um, I actually like the first session. Like, uh, like I feel like mm. that's like a really great part of therapy yeah. is getting to know them, them getting to know you. And it's nice to have someone that's interested in you, like to know what's mm. happening for you and why you're there and... You know, um, I think that's a really nice thing to start with. And that's literally all happens in the first session is just that background and getting to know each other, building rapport, I guess, you mm. know, like you would if you were to meet someone new and have a sit down, have a conversation with them. It's it's very similar to like that. And I think if you get a good psychologist, it should be just like that, sitting yeah. down with a friend and having a chat and just getting to know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you might be anxious upon arrival, mm. they 
can help you drop Absolutely. into that space where like they're friendly and they're like normal to mm. you rather than an expert or a specialist yeah. or yeah that doesn't work I feel like when you have someone that um, has some sort of power over you or some sort of mm. authority it just that doesn't work mm. they need to be on your level mm. yeah what about you Zach what was your <laughs> first experience like um jeez <laughs> I, I I I was taken to a psychologist um, as a kid, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> and I actually did not say a word. I was going to say when you're a kid, it's often <laughs> very very scary. Yeah. Um. But but I remember not hating it. Like it it was pleasant, and um, it, it was a it was a male guy. It was a guy, and um, I get I guess he was a child psychologist, but um. I actually I remember playing a lot of board games, yeah, mm. playing playing checkers quite a lot, mm. and um, but yeah, don't remember speaking very much. Um, um, so yeah, I've gotten better at that, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what but about yeah, with like, moving like psychologists, like how you said before about <clears> switching, <throat> like mm. what would like a first appointment right. be like with that was yeah would they already know your story so they're like don't tell me anything or yeah because they've already got yeah. your case file sometimes so how, does yeah. that, how does that kind of work um <laughs> yeah no, i i agree like I, I find the first couple of sessions are usually they they feel really good you know you feel mm. like this you know you're kind of hopeful and mm. feel like you're gonna make I'm some doing good progress <laughs> <laughs> um, first step yeah and they're they're often a bit more like intense in in mm. terms of you know you um yeah and and the, you know you don't always have sessions like that like i find that mm. sometimes they're they can just be a bit blah and not much you, you're not maybe you're not in the right frame of mind but yeah but i i agree i think mm. the first ones um yeah there's something about them mm, i know <laughs> <laughs> they're nice yeah. what about you yeah i guess like i've I've definitely had, like, first appointments that I felt, like, pretty – not, like, anything awful happened, but I was just like, oh, I don't really feel like mm. I really want to come back. Um, and that's been good and fine and worked well, and I didn't go back. Yeah, and I think that's good. It's And that's – yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I saw someone for a while who, like – I think the first session was great and everything was great, but it was just kind of more – it was harder to like realize, oh no, this isn't really working. Mm. That more came with time. And like, you know, I guess after a few months being like, I'm like, literally everything's the exact same. Mm. And not that, not that things do have to happen so quickly. It depends what you're, you know, working through. But for yeah. me, I think that was pretty indicative of a poor relationship. Yeah. So yeah, I think like the first, the first session can be really, can give you some important kind of information whether to keep seeing them but sometimes it, you do need to stick it out a little bit as yeah. well it's hard to know when yeah. that is isn't it like yeah. I think that's probably the hardest part with mm. with having that mm. relationship is knowing okay is this working or am i just being you know too finicky and mm. or like avoid yeah exactly mm. it's yeah. like you know what's happening i think that's probably one of the hardest mm. things to because yeah. i guess you don't want it you don't want it to be too comfortable no like no. you've got to get out of your comfort zone yeah as well yeah um, yeah. yeah I think hard, that's important I think like I I think the difference between like the person I'm seeing now and the person that I like I, I let it 
cook for a few months um, <laughs> is like I was like oh I feel like things that I think I feel like I can I'm being challenged or I feel like things are actually mm. happening um, even if it's t- in tiny little ways mm. I think yeah I think it's important to like yeah it, it's a it's a hard line to find but I think yeah just if if nothing's really you know, if you're not feeling challenged or nothing's really changing, then that's probably, mm-hmm. yeah, not And if not you're good. always comfortable, I guess that's uncomfortable as well. Mm. That's probably mm, another yeah. way to know, this is probably not working for you. Yeah. If you're dreading going or, mm. you know, you're, you're looking at the clock because you just yeah. want it to be over, then mm. that's that's time to move on and see someone else. Mm. And it's okay to do that, you know, yeah. to, to you don't have to stay you know, committed to someone, it's not a relationship like that. You know, if you're not feeling comfortable, then they're not supporting you in the way that you need to be supported. Mm. Then um, see someone else. Mm. Don't stick around. Don't don't waste your time and, yeah, look for someone else. I think if the get-go, you approach it with that mindset Mm. of having a bit of a period of trail and error, Mm. then you're not as likely to just stick it out Mm. because you'll be in the mindset of, well, like what are the chances that the first person I find is the person for me? That's right. Mm-hmm. So you'll be in that, like, experimental yeah. mindset. Yeah, which I think is probably a, a lot more healthier space to be in. Um, you won't get trapped then mm-hmm. seeing someone that you don't really want to see. Mm. So, yeah. so have you guys ever had a psychologist that you didn't particularly get along with and, and perhaps wasn't the best fit for you? And what are some sayings to look out for? You mentioned a few things, mm. like them not really building that much rapport yeah. with you. Disregard, I think, is a huge one. Like, you know, if you're talking to them about how you're feeling and they're trying to tell you that you're feeling something other than what you're telling them, mm. that's a really big sign. And it happens quite a bit. Mm. Um, you'd be surprised, but, you know, I think that's a really big one for me. And then second to that is... Um, I don't know if that feeling, I call it voyeurism, but I'm not sure what you'd want to call it. But it's like when they want to know something about you that really doesn't feel like it has any relevance Mm. to what's happening for you right then. I think that's another warning sign for me. But yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, I guess tied in with that, like if they, if you feel like they're kind of labeling you Mm. and I don't even mean with a diagnosis, but just like if they're like saying, if they're assuming things about like you know your relationship with your parents or something like I've I definitely think that's an important part of therapy like investigating those kinds of formative relationships and that kind of thing but I think sometimes I've noticed people kind of just being like oh so you have this kind of a relation you know just saying making some kind of a claim that doesn't feel right and I think that yeah same like you know them kind of asserting something about you and it's like you you know yourself you're not always the best expert on yourself, and that's yeah. why yeah. therapy's great. But like sometimes, in many ways, you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Mm. Um, do you think there should be a time limit on therapy? I think, like what you guys were saying before, how there's a fine line between progress just not being made yeah. because it's not the right fit, yeah. but then also the fact that you're not necessarily going to have massive explicit breakthroughs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. each session you're not going to run out the door leaping for joy Mm -hmm. but something small inside of you might have shifted that will have a domino effect on your life Mm -hmm. so that in itself is progress but you might not you might not realize yeah 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 definitely Mm -hmm. yeah 
I think an important point, like for like, is there a time limit? Is mm. like, it it depends on like the what you're going through, and it depends what kind of therapy you're doing. Yeah. Like there are certain types of therapy that are like actually designed to be like, mm. you know, a couple months, um, and some that are longer term for for some more like, um, like serious kind of ex- yeah issues that someone might be going through so I, I think just don't judge yourself if you're in therapy for like a while that's okay it's mm. not that's a yeah there's yeah, nothing it's wrong not indicative with, with yeah something yeah. exactly yeah. it's nothing wrong with being yeah. in there for a while yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah it, it seems like like you can kind of clarify that for yourself and and with with the potential psychologist that you see that that that, that might be what you need like something more long term and um, yeah, like I, I get the feeling with, um, like the mental health care plan seems to be designed for that shorter, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 10 mm-hmm. sessions of CBT or whatever that, mm-hmm. that they recommend, which is not, yeah, which is not going to be appropriate for, for lots of things. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I guess any, anything trauma related mm-hmm. or early, early traumas and that, that's, that's, that's long term. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a point that you might reach where you've had enough therapy for now mm. and in continuing it. Could. So it's okay to take a break? Yeah. Because yeah. mm. that's something we don't think of either. It's like I'm either in therapy or I'm not in therapy, but, you know, you can just take a break. And that can be helpful Absolutely. and yeah. productive mm. and all of those things. Yeah, definitely. Mm, I suppose it's just knowing, like knowing to listen to that little voice inside of you and knowing that it isn't the avoidance thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, am I doing this because I just don't want to do this? Or exactly. am I doing this because it's the best thing for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah. What do you think are the benefits in seeing a psychologist? There are many benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think just giving you insight into your, like into things that you might be like struggling with and kind of helping you understand why you might be struggling with that or what's yeah like understanding gaining a deeper understanding of your experiences I think Mm. Mm. I've loved the it hasn't been like this in every session and with with both of the psychologists that I've seen but at times I've gained so much clarity just by having someone like I've been talking and then she just sums it up Reflection. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that reflection. Yeah, or paraphrasing. Yeah. 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 And just like dot pointing it. I'm like, oh, mm. it's all so clear now. Yeah. yeah. So it just it sorts out that jumble that you can have in your head mm. sometimes. Mm. Strategies, I think, for me have been helpful. Like, you know, learning different strategies to deal with my own anxiety or um, even people in my life that might, you know, um, impact me negatively in a mental health sort of situation I guess that's really helped like um you know even like breathing I know it sounds so crazy but like breathing techniques and different things mm. and grounding that and all of that kind of <laughs> but all I that stuff that. like you know and I, fi- I found which is really fun is that different psychologists have different versions which is you know like learning a new little trick you know mm. to help with things so that's that's always good mm. yeah it's amazing that even when you stop seeing these people, you have these little strategies forever. Yeah. And then you can recommend these to other people in yeah. your life as well. Yeah. So it's like you're passing it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we were saying before how well, I'm not sure if we were, but <laughs> <laughs> we might have been before yeah. we were in here, yeah. The obviously the psychologist is the expert. Yeah. Like they've studied mm. this area of well, they've studied the brain and how people think. Um, so we can often think that they know best all the time. Mm. What happens if you don't feel comfortable with the type of therapy that your psychologist suggests? And is there ever a time when they're not necessarily correct? I think <laughs> something that I didn't really realise until I started doing therapy is like, oh, you actually, you have agency to say what works and doesn't yes. work. So you can... A lot of the time, a psychologist will be trained in different types of therapy. So if they're doing cognitive behavioral therapy with you, which is like the kind of, I guess, the most common ther- type of therapy, if they're doing that with you and you, you know, you want to try more like mindfulness type mm. things, then you can say that. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes you'll find that they will have their own personal preference. And if mm. that doesn't gel with you, it's okay to say, mm. No, I don't, I don't want to yeah. do this. And that might be when you look to, again, see someone mm. else, you know. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I kind of feel sometimes like you can have, you can sort of have like issue layers almost. And, um, yeah, I guess in my experience, sometimes you feel like you're not, you're not really working on the right the right thing or mm. you know like um so i i i had some anxiety and and depression and that they seen you know the, the bread and butter treatment for that seems to be this cognitive behavioral therapy um and i yeah me personally i never found that to be that effective and i always found it a little bit here we go again you know you're challenging your thoughts and writing them down and um all of that sort of stuff and yeah so for me like I, I kind of made my breakthroughs um in 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 other types of therapy mm. and so yeah I kind of look back at all that CBT and it, yeah it feels like a bit of a, a little bit of a waste <laughs> but it was yeah it felt like they didn't they kind of couldn't kind of dig deep enough and yeah um which which is understandable yeah yeah and I think that's a pretty common, like, experience that I know a lot of people who, like, experience that with CBT. So I, I think that's a good thing to keep in mind if you don't think, if you, you're personally not finding it helpful, that there are mm. types of therapies that are kind of designed to deal with deeper issues. Yeah. So have a, mm. yeah, have a look into some other things, yeah. Mm. Mm. And, yeah, just be honest with the psychologist if something just continuously isn't really working for you yeah. in saying that it might give them an opportunity to do a bit of trade and error right. as well yeah and i think that's important with a lot of the stuff we've talked about today is that if you don't feel comfortable it is okay to say something to them and obviously if you don't get the response that you want then you'll know whether or not you want to keep seeing them exactly but i think it is important to definitely say something um, because they might not know. You might not have given them enough of a you know, mm. sign to know that this isn't something that you want to do or how that they're working with you isn't isn't working for you. Yeah. So. And also, like, if you feel, if you do, like, experience anxiety or that, because I know that's a, that's a pretty daunting thing to do, like, tell your psychologist that you're not mm. liking something about that. But you can speak to your GP as well and, they, like, talk it through with them and, yeah. that, that you know, them through the mental health plan, they're meant to be communicating that's with right, your psychologist. Exactly. And so... 
yeah, that that can be a good starting point as well, mm. talking to your GP. Right, so to wrap it up, can we... I thought it'd be nice to quickly talk about one of your best experiences with a psychologist. Just very briefly, if you have a little anecdote. Uh, mm-hmm. not, not a specific one, but I think just like... The, like having a moment of like oh like I I like a breakthrough or like a realization mm. of like oh this makes so much sense like understanding something that I didn't understand yeah. before is a really nice feeling and yeah yeah mine's yeah. gonna be corny but um <laughs> just recently I was seeing someone and she gave me one of those little cards that has like how to deal with anxiety and five different ways and there's colors and all sorts of things on there and and even though I don't see her anymore like it's nice to have that you know sort of Mm-hmm. with me all the time as, mm. a, as a way to work through stuff so yeah that's corny but that's okay it's not corny <laughs> I think um, yeah I think a bit like Steph mentioned um, that that's when you when you have that aha sort of moments yeah. and um, yeah when you can kind of drop into your feelings more like mm. when it's not just that surface chatter and, and then yeah you can actually you get in touch with, yeah. with the important things it feels lift, yeah. like that weight lifted when yeah. you walk out. It's the best feeling. Mm. Yeah, mm. when you feel safe enough to actually go deep and know yeah. that you're in a supported mm. little bubble. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks guys for coming on the show today and sharing your knowledge with our listeners. Thanks for coming today. <laughs> you can find more of our shows at our website brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website 3cr.org.au or on iTunes. Always feel free to send us feedback or suggestions for shows via email at brainwaves at wellwaves.org. Thanks for listening and we'll be back Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.